This is the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created to uplift, motivate, and inspire women of color to be fearless in their pursuit of their dreams, go after what they deserve, and show up as their most unapologetic, most authentic selves. This audio series was created for every woman who was on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe, and fiercely transforming her life. So sit down with me, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, we are here. (laughs) We have made it. We have finally crossed this milestone. Y'all, today marks the 100th episode of the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Yay! (laughs) I am so excited. I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I'm shocked. (laughs) I'm happy. I'm proud that we're here. I had no idea we were approaching this 100th episode until about two episodes ago. (laughs) I was going back and tracking all of the old episodes and just doing some housekeeping and making sure our system was up to date. And I was counting episodes and I was like, oh my God, I'm about to hit 100 episodes. This is crazy. So this just goes without saying thank you so, so much for tuning into the show, the girl chat, our time every week just to chat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I would have never thought in a million years I'd have 100 podcast episodes on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify and all the other podcast platforms that are out there. This is by far the longest relationship I've ever been in. (laughs) The relationship I have with my business and all of you. And today, just feeling super, super proud of myself, y'all. I remember recording the very first intro and the very first episode, and I was literally sitting on the floor in my bedroom. My little $20 microphone had just arrived from Amazon, and I was so excited. Your girl had no idea what to do with the podcast. I had barely even listened to them before I got started and recorded my little intro. I sat there for an hour and just talked. And then I Googled how to edit and how to produce and spent hours just trying to learn how to do it all. And then I posted it. And I was so nervous and I had this idea that as soon as I press publish that I'd have thousands of listeners and y'all know (laughs) the story. It really, really was just my mom and my dad in the very, very beginning and their friends who really just supported me uh, from jump. My dad thought it was a radio show (laughs) and just was like, okay, Ashley, it's if that's what you want to do with your life, fine. But Each week, I just kept doing it, and here we are in our third season. So from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you for every single time you guys press play, every time you downloaded an episode, that moment you subscribed and then looked us up to learn more about Slay Girl Slay and our mission 
shared the podcast with your friends and your family, posted about Slay Girl Slay and the podcast and tagged us and tagged me. You made your own videos about what you learned, what you gained, and for all the times you felt motivated and inspired enough to really just abandon what other people wanted for you, said about you, told you you couldn't do, and you turned on this podcast and said, no, I'm doing it. I'm going for what I want. My dreams will come true and I will stop at nothing to make them happen. Thank you. I can't say thank you enough. I am so grateful for each and every one of you, really. I hope you can feel my gratitude today wherever you are. I remember looking at my downloads the first two months and I had 44 listeners and y'all, you couldn't tell me nothing. (laughs) I felt like I hit the jackpot and I was so proud of 44. And now there are hundreds of thousands of you that tune in each week from all over the world. There are people from every state of this country, people from the UK, people from Africa, from South Africa, Australia, Canada, Spain, New Guinea, Russia, (laughs) literally all over the world. So from where we started in my little bedroom on the floor in Chicago to every corner of this good green earth, here's to 100 more episodes. Before I cry, I asked y'all to send me some questions and comments to celebrate today. So today we're doing things a bit different and I'll be answering your questions and sharing some behind the scenes things with you guys that you guys may not know about the show or just myself in general. So I hope you stick around. But today, instead of me rambling on about my thoughts and my feelings on a certain topic, I wanted to hear from all of you. I reached out and asked you guys to send me your questions or any comments you wanted me to share on the podcast today, and we got so many responses. (laughs) We would be here all day, y'all, if I answered all of them, but I did read every single one of them, and I'll be reading and sharing just a few of them today on today's episode. So to begin, our first question or comment is from Shay. Shay is from Atlanta. Shay says, girl, ever since I started listening to your podcast, it has pushed me to do nothing but slay in every single thing that I do. Thank you for being my voice before I was able to realize mine. Just simply thank you, Ash. P.S., Your voice is also so soothing to listen to. (laughs) Thank you, Shay. That's so sweet. You better slay in every single thing that you do, boo. Keep your foot on the gas and just go for it. Y'all, fun fact, a lot of people say my voice is super soothing to listen to, but would you believe me if I say I don't listen to the podcast episodes after they've been published? (laughs) What? I know. That's so insane, right? Only because after an episode is recorded, it spends hours in post-production and I do all of the editing uh, and production for the show. So I literally hear my voice for several hours at a time and it doesn't sound very soothing to me after a while. (laughs) So Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of you that say that. That's such a nice compliment. Thank you, Shay, for this this super nice comment. Thank you. That makes me feel so much better. Next question is from Olivia from Brooklyn. Olivia says, what was the biggest lesson you learned this year? Girl, 
There's so many lessons, but the biggest lesson I learned this year was that I am more resilient than I thought I was. Our world changed so much this year and every month it felt like something else was happening and it was a lot. But there is this old gospel song by Donnie McClurkin. It's called Stand. And to spare all of you, I'm not going to sing it. But in the song, he says, what do you do when you've done all you can and it seems like it's never enough? And what do you say when your friends turn away and you're all alone? Tell me, what do you give when you've given your all and it seems like you can't make it through? Well, you just stand. When there's nothing left to do, you just stand and watch the Lord see you through. Yes, after you've done all you can, you just stand. And sometimes that's all you can do when things hit the fan and you've done absolutely everything. When it's out of your control, all you can do is just stand and keep going with all of the uncertainty, with all of the hurt you may feel, anxiety, pain, stress, and worry you may feel in your dark seasons. You just have to stand. They say time waits for no one and neither should payday. To keep your money moving in the direction of your dreams, get Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work with up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app, verify your paycheck and access up to $100 a day as you work. And any money you access is automatically repaid from your next paycheck. We have all been in between paychecks before. I know I have, and it is not a good feeling. But an app like Earn In would have given me not only the help when I needed it, but also given me that peace of mind. Join Earn In's over three and a half million customers and get the money you earned in your pocket today. Type in E-A-R-N-I-N in your app store. Once you download the app, use my code SLAY under podcasts when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Keep in mind, Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Make everyday payday with Earn In and get your money at the speed of you. Okay, y'all, our next question is from Jessica in Chicago, my city. What's up, Jess? (laughs) I'm also going to answer Imani's question. Imani is from Frederick, Maryland. Maryland is in the house. Both Jessica and Imani asked the same sort of question. And their question was, how do you keep your tunnel vision in moments where you're unmotivated or uninspired? How do you deal with losing motivation? First, Let me just say, motivation is fleeting, y'all. Motivation will come and motivation will go. She is not here to stay and hold our hands on our journeys. Although I wish she did, sis will just pop in and pop out when she pleases. (laughs) And it's hard, right? Because we all need motivation to achieve and to accomplish. And motivation brings that spirit of lightness to what we do. And it makes everything feel so exciting because you're pumped and you just want to dive in. 
But if you're anything like me, you can wake up on Monday and be super motivated to do something and then by 3 p.m. be absolutely over it. You can have all these ideas and feel so creative and inspired to start something. Then when you actually sit down to do it, it's like, how do I do all of this? Where do I start? I don't feel like doing all of this. I don't feel inspired. I'm not motivated. I think we spend most of our time not motivated than we do actually being motivated. And y'all, there's nothing wrong with that. Just because The sky doesn't sparkle when you wake up in the morning and you're not charged up and ready to go like you think you should be. Doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It doesn't mean something's wrong with your idea or your vision or your goal. You are a human being with human responsibilities, human relationships, human feelings. And it's okay if you're not motivated all the time or if you've lost that motivation. You've got to be self-aware and start knowing when you're not motivated to do something and what your plan is when that happens. So for me, if I'm working on something and I've just lost all my motivation to do it, I have to step away from it. And if I'm recording or working on something for my girl gang, if I'm spending more time looking at the screen and resenting what I'm doing, I close the computer and I get up from my desk Sometimes it's going outside. Sometimes it's leaving and going to Target. (laughs) Maybe it's sitting down and having dinner. Sometimes I'll stop completely for the day and just try again the next day. Sometimes it's music for me, right? Like I can listen to a song on the Slay Girl Slay playlist and see my best self thriving at an event. Maybe I'm dreaming about buying something I always wanted or even just the way the song makes me feel. I have a playlist of songs that make me feel like I'm 100% that B, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And sometimes it's just listening to that playlist or listening to my favorite podcasts. Sometimes it's doing my nails or giving myself a facial. Sometimes it's reading. And when the work the dreams, the to-do list suck me dry and I feel like I have no gas to go, I have to give myself permission to take a step back and do the things that make me feel my best self until I'm ready to keep going and try it again. Now, if you're my girl that hasn't started on anything and you're just sitting there waiting for motivation to strike, get up, sis. You still have to move. You have to ask yourself, am I waiting to be motivated or am I waiting because I'm scared? Am I waiting because I don't feel like I can do it? Sometimes you have to push yourself to get that engine going and you'll find moments that motivate and inspire you along the way. That was a long answer. I hope I answered your question, (laughs) but thank you. That was a really, really good question. Okay, next is from Dominique from Moreno Valley, California. Y'all, the West Coast really is the best coast. (laughs) I'm just saying. But Dominique says, I just wanted to deeply congratulate you, Mama, for being a beautiful and loving queen to us. Oh, thank you, boo. You have blessed us with your knowledge, beauty, and talent. And I just wanted to make sure to give you the recognition that you deserve, boo. You and I are the same age and you have inspired me as a young black woman that I can be successful too and stick to my goals and make my dreams come true. You are a sister I have always longed for in my life and I'm so happy 
that you are such a positive influence for me. I love you, Ashley, and I'm here to support you in any way, boo. Thank you, Dominique. That was so nice. Y'all are going to make me cry. (laughs) Love you too. And thank you so much for the support. You guys say I inspire you, but it's really you that inspire me to keep going and doing what I do. So thank you, Queen. All the love right back to you. Jay from Kingston, Jamaica writes, I've started a YouTube channel. I have about 10 videos and 200 and something subscribers. However, My views decreased and I'm starting to wonder if this is for me. Should I pack it up or continue? I mostly do inspirational lifestyle and fashion videos because the aim of my channel is to uplift others. Any advice? Thanks, Jay from Jamaica. I'm going to answer this with the couple of podcast questions that I got that came through. But I guess my question back to you is, if your aim is to uplift others, Does it really matter if your numbers are low? Maybe right now your aim should be to just serve those 200 subscribers that you have and give those 200 subs your absolute best content. Like I know the numbers don't look aesthetically pleasing, right? And you you want the big numbers. Everybody does. But you have to cater to the small crowd first before you can cater to the big crowd. Podcasters starting a show for the first time. Not everyone's going to jump on the bandwagon at first. It takes a while, but you have to be okay with having a smaller audience or maybe no audience at all in the beginning. Eventually, the numbers and the downloads will come, but they won't come if you're not doing the work. Posting when you say you're going to post and doing it over and over and over again. Stop looking at the numbers. And if you really love and want to do what you say you want to do, do it. I didn't earn my first podcast dollar until March of 2020. That's this year. This is my third season and 100th episode. It takes time. But you have to be committed to what you're doing and willing to have the low numbers and no sponsors and no endorsements for a while if you want to get to that next big step. Sharia from Chicago, another girl from the shy. Hey, boo. (laughs) Sharia says, what steps did you take to relocate to L.A.? It has always been a dream of mine to move out west, but I'm so nervous and I don't know where to start. Did you fly out there to look at apartments? How did you find your job, etc.? First step was making the decision to move no matter what. No matter what people said, my parents said, my job said, I was moving regardless. I found my job at the time online and I was just so ready to go and determined. I was applying to like five jobs a day. I had my resume on my work computer. I had several types of resumes because I was just applying to everything. And I would just browse the job boards online while at work. (laughs) I don't recommend that, but that's what I was doing. And I just kept applying and I found the right one. I interviewed virtually every week for six weeks and then I got the job. So I got the job first and then I started looking for apartments after. Now, I don't recommend this whatsoever, (laughs) but I found my apartment online and I had them give me a virtual tour and put down a deposit before I ever saw the front door of my apartment. 
I was also in a bit of a time crunch, but also mostly just desperately wanted to go. So I did not see my apartment or the building that I lived in until I showed up when I arrived. I relied on the pictures that I found on Google. Again, I don't recommend it, (laughs) but if you really, really want to move, you'll move. It's hands down the scariest, most uncomfortable thing I ever did, but it was so worth it and my entire life changed. My relationships changed, my perspective changed, everything changed. I fully support relocation and if you are one of my girls that's ready to move and dreaming of moving, but you feel like there's something holding you back, life is short, boo. What helped me was always thinking, When I'm 60 and 70 and 80, will I regret not doing this? And if the answer is yes, I pull the trigger and I go for it. I don't want to go through life wondering what experiences could have been like, what things I could have done or people I could have met. I can't look back and wonder. I have to look back and I have to know. A couple of more questions and then I'm out. I'm going to pop a pop a bottle of champagne or something today to celebrate, <laughs> even though it's kind of early, but I'm still celebrating and I'm not going to keep you guys here all day. But Dina from Sao Paulo, Brazil asks, when did you find your purpose and what keeps you going after you found that purpose? Hey, Dina. I did not wake up one morning and say, this is my purpose and it found me and I'm going to stick to it for the rest of my life. (laughs) Purpose was something I found through doing something I was passionate about. I don't think purpose just drops in your lap and you're like, yes, I found my purpose today. Woohoo. But I think it shows itself to you over time as you do the things that you love to do. When I started Slay Girl Slay, I didn't know that running a business and reaching women all over the world would be part of my purpose. I just loved putting up a podcast every week and sharing my thoughts. But then more ideas came as I went along and more things started to happen throughout my journey that showed me that this was the path that I needed to be on. So if you have an idea, boo, stop sitting on it. Everyone has purpose, every single one of you. And you just might be sitting on yours if you don't start flushing out some of those ideas that you have and seeing them through. If you're sitting there thinking of something like, man, I really want to try this, or I really want to do this, or this sounds interesting to me, there's something there. Don't ignore that. That could be purpose calling. Okay, our last question comes from Leah from Cape Town, South Africa. And Leah writes, You always talk about girls who go for it on the podcast. How did you find the courage to go for it in your life? And what does going for it look like for you today? Love you so much. Thank you for all that you do. Slay Girl Slay rocks. Leah, thank you so much for this great question. I found the courage to go for it because I knew what life would be like for me if I didn't go for it. I would settle for what other people wanted for me or maybe what society wanted for me instead of what I wanted for myself. I told myself very early on, either you're going to rise up and be brave and live the life you dream of, or you're going to settle and live the life you dream of getting out of. So I had to go for it. When I say go for it, I mean, go all in. I mean, follow your dreams, the biggest 
wildest, craziest dreams that you have. Chase them with all that you've got and let nothing or no one stop you. When I achieve one thing, I get gassed up like, okay, well, if I can do that, I can do this. And then when I hit that goal, I think, okay, if I can do this, then I can do that, you know? And then the dreams and the goals, they just get bigger and bigger. And I want to continue to blow my own mind and look back and say, you did that, sis. This is why I push so hard on my show. I may not have a million dollars in the bank yet or have a big team to help me with my business yet or have brunch with Michelle Obama yet because that's what I want to do. (laughs) But I know it's going to happen. I may not have had a Slay Girl Slay conference yet or a live girl gang meetup, but please believe it's going to happen. And just like I know my dreams will come true, I know yours will come true too if you decide to go for it. A friend of mine I used to work with just started her own business And I was so excited for her because I truly want her to win. I truly, deeply, in my heart of hearts, want all of you to win. Because when you win, I win. And when I win, you win. And that has always been my end game for Slay Girl Slay and the Slay Girl Slay podcast. To uplift, motivate, and inspire all of us women around the world to be fearless in the pursuit of your dreams, to go after what you deserve, and to show up as your most unapologetic, most authentic self. I want us to win. And that is why I go for it. That's it for today's podcast, boo. If you love the Slay Girl Slay podcast, be sure to give us a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to learn more about our girl gang and the Slay Girl Slay book club in the links provided in the description. Follow us on social media at Slay Girl Slay on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. I can't wait for our next girl chat, so please believe we will chat soon, boo. Peace.